Well, it's been a whole month since we have talked to each other, and wow, have I missed you guys. Thank you so much for clicking play on this episode of The Noteworthy Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Youth camps are over, and we are back. And today is all about you as the listener, because today the entire episode is going to be dedicated to answering a few of your questions that you have submitted um, through email and Instagram, and I'm excited to answer them. I'm excited to get to catch up with all of you. It's Q&A today on Noteworthy. Let's go. What an amazing summer that it has been so far. Youth camps in Georgia were incredible, and uh, I I currently serve as the Georgia District Youth Secretary, and so I am immersed in youth camps in the month of June, and now it is July. Uh, Wow. Just, I could go on and on. We could do a whole podcast episode today just about all the things that God did at youth camps. But just one recap before we get into today's episode, just to share my heart with you. This year I have been teaching on receiving the Holy Ghost um, at least once a month, sometimes twice a month in my class because I have young students in my youth group that have not yet been filled with the Holy Ghost. And can I just be real with you guys on the podcast? This is this is what Noteworthy is all about, having real, honest conversations. I was discouraged. I was discouraged as a youth pastor because I felt like, man, I'm teaching this over and over again, and we're, we're praying in the altars over and over again, and I feel like it's just not happening. Have you ever felt that way? Well, I have. And uh, I got to tell you, to see four of my students go up to the altar on the Thursday night of team camp when Brother Chris Green was preaching and see four of them filled with the Holy Ghost on the same night, I got to tell you, it fed my soul. I was so encouraged. This is what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen. So... Can I encourage you, just keep on teaching, just keep on loving people, just keep on preaching the gospel. God's going to do the rest when he's ready. Well, what else has happened? Um, today's episode's going to be about you guys. I'm going to be answering just a few of your questions today. Not going to be a, a super long episode today, just kind of a welcome back getting back uh, in the saddle, back in the office. Um, my, my family did go on vacation. We went to uh, Clearwater, Florida, and we went parasailing. We went, to, we went to Legoland. Oh, man, did we have a good time. And, and so we're back. We're back, and we're here, and you clicked play. 
and I'm so glad that you did. At the end of the episode today, because um, this is a this is a listener focused episode, this is all about you as the listener. Um, I'm going to be uh, shouting out at the end of the episode. If you if you stick around, I'm going to give you my top five favorite podcast that I enjoy listening to right now in this season of my life. However, I need to take a moment here on the show and I need to address three people who um, have failed me. And I'm going to do it right here on the air. They're actually three podcast hosts. One of them is Jake Walden, the host of What Was I Thinking with Jake Walden. Let me pull up my phone here, and let's go take a look at the last time Jake Walden released a podcast episode. Let me see. Okay, so I'm on Apple Podcasts right now. It looks like the last time... Jake released a podcast was January 16th. Jake, I love you, man, but uh, I've been waiting on a podcast episode for six months, bro. All right. um, I want to talk to Matthew Faircloth right now, um, who is a podcast host. He hosts the Acculturate podcast. It's a wonderful podcast. Um, let's go see. Let's go type in Acculturate here. Acculturate with Matt Faircloth. The last episode was November 15th of 2022. Well, uh, Matt, it's 2023. As a matter of fact, it's like halfway through 2023. And uh, so we're gonna have to do better. And then uh, there's one more person I, I want to, uh, to want to, to to call out today. Um, that's right. I'm talking to you, Dylan Robinson. Talking to you because you started a great podcast called Behind the Ministry. And the last time you released an episode was on February 25th, my friend. So I don't mean to 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 chastise y'all but but I, I'm going to be checking my phone this week. You have about 1 week to go release a new episode because your listeners love you. Whew, okay. Well, I feel better uh getting that off my heart. I've been holding on to that for a few months and I just had to had to take care of that. Matter of fact, I've connected with these three, um, three great podcast hosts, and they've they've let me know that they're gonna give fifty dollars to the first person that goes and leaves a comment on their show on Apple Podcast, uh, and and all you have to do is type "Welcome back, welcome back, we've missed you," and. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna send you fifty dollars. So help me welcome those guys back. Can't wait to to hear their new episodes. All right.
Well, today, um, I just wanted to answer a few of your questions that you have submitted to the show. And I enjoy doing this every once in a while. I have not been able to do as many interviews lately. And as you know, it's been about a month since I've released an episode. And so I thought that it would be fun to do a welcome back episode where we get an opportunity to just connect with you as the listener and answer some of your questions. A a couple of these questions are a little more lighthearted. There are a couple little bit more serious questions in here, but I wanted to be sure to answer each question that was submitted um, as promised on Instagram. And so it's going to be a a few topics we're going to hit that you as the listener uh, wanted to, to talk about on the show. All right, so uh, somebody uh, submitted a question, and uh, I'm not going to read all the names here because a couple people asked their name not be read, so I'm just going to leave names off of the questions here. But um, they asked, what do you enjoy most about being a youth pastor? What do you enjoy most about being a youth pastor? Well, that is a, a great question. I'm so glad that you asked. Anybody that listens to um, this show knows that I am a youth pastor. I've been a youth pastor for uh, nine years, um, and so I'm definitely not a veteran. I do not have it all figured out, but um, about about a decade of, of youth ministry experience so far and uh, still very much figuring it out. I will tell you, let, let me tell you, the. I'm going to give you the long answer here. When I first became a youth pastor, and I actually want to, to write a book about this one day. I hope the Lord will allow me the privilege to do this. But um, my greatest weakness when I became a youth pastor is when I first became a, a youth pastor, students would come to me, they would want to meet with me and my wife, and they would want to talk to me in my office, and they would tell me their problems or their their concerns, what they were going through, and I would always feel like I had to give them counsel, that I had to speak into their life in that moment. And I quickly learned in my youth ministry that most of the time, that is not what that student was looking for. They were not looking for counsel in that moment. They were looking for somebody who would just listen. And there is a time for counsel, but there's also a time to just listen. So um, I learned to talk less and listen more. And so my my favorite thing about being a youth pastor is getting to listen to the students, listen to where they're at in their life and assess their need and find out where they're at and begin to minister to that need. Um, I've seen it over and over again when you've been a youth pastor for about a decade. um, For any youth pastors listening or ministers listening, uh, there's a turnover of students. So, you know, all of my students now um, that 
I started with have aged out of the youth group, and now there's there's new students, and even cycled through two, three, four times <laughs> in that ten years, and uh, getting to talk with them and listen to their stories, and see God begin to work in their life, to to see a student who's been praying for the Holy Ghost for years, and then they finally get it to be giving that Bible study on baptism for years and then they finally get baptized. I don't know how to explain it. There's there's just nothing like it to be a part of their journey. And the reason that's so important to me is because when I was a teenager, my youth pastor meant so much to me. And I will never forget the the youth pastors that God placed in my life. I they helped mold me and make me who I am today. And so to have the privilege and opportunity to get to be that for these students, what a gift, what a privilege. So what's my favorite part of being a youth pastor? Um, getting to be a part of their journey and, and a part of their story. And I hope that 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, they can look back and say, hey, that... Um, that that uh, Nathan French guy, he he really helped me. He really helped me become who I am today. And uh, if I can do that, then it it will all be worth it to me. And I gotta tell you, I get emotional every year at youth camps when I look out and I see. <laughs> uh, how do I say this? I when I see youth pastors and youth ministers, youth leaders, youth workers, praying for students in the altar, it just it just touches my soul. It blesses me uh, to see them crying and travailing and interceding for these students. Um, that is what the kingdom of God is all about, my friends. And uh, if we get to do that, and if we get to be a part of that, and just what a gift. What a great opportunity. What a great time to be living for God and working for Him. It's it's good to be on the winning side. So thank you. Thank you for that question. All right. So I have another question here. Um, this one was sent to um, podcastnoteworthy at gmail.com. If you ever have a question, you can, uh, you can send it to that email and... Uh, I try to always read those and respond to those. And I felt like this was a really important question to answer. I'm not going to be able to answer every question that was submitted today, um, but I felt like this one was really important, and it's a, it's a serious question. And the sender of this email asked that her name uh, not, be, not be read, but... Um, she asked this question. She said, I would rather not say my name, but I have struggled with depression my whole life and severely since I had two children postpartum. And she asked about what are your thoughts on depression and what advice would you give on dealing with depression? Wow, I mean, what a great question. This is... It's a great question. A lot of people are dealing with this. Depression is real. And so I think uh, I, I can't give any professional advice on this because I'm not uh, licensed to do so. But I can tell you two things that um, 
I think will help you. First of all, um, first of all, let me let me say one word that I think describes you. Brave. You are very brave to reach out and to admit that you're dealing with this. And just to address it means that you, my friend, are moving in the right direction. Depression is a real thing. And so it's so good that you're seeking help. And so just two pieces of of advice that I would give you. I hope it's not cliche. I really do mean this from my heart. And and, uh, number one, don't go through depression alone. Uh, Seek help. Therapy is a good thing. And you shouldn't feel ashamed to seek professional help. Number two, don't try to mask depression and hide it from those that you love. But be honest with them and let them help you heal. A lot of people try to hide it and it only makes it worse. So um, as you move forward, just know that you're not alone. A lot of us out here, a lot of people are struggling with this. You are not by yourself. Seek help. Go to the Lord in prayer. Go to therapy. Go to professional counseling. Talk to your loved ones about what you're feeling. Don't hide it to yourself. Don't be ashamed that you're dealing with it. It doesn't make you less spiritual because you're struggling with depression. It doesn't make you less Holy Ghost filled because you're struggling with something. It just means that God is giving you wisdom and discernment to recognize something that you're struggling with and he's going to put the tools in your hands so that you can experience the joy of the Lord that comes in the morning. It's like that song by Todd Gelberth. Though the night may seem weary, I know joy is coming in the morning. And of course he got it from this book. Maybe you've heard of it. It's called the Bible. And so, um, Thank you for that question. I I really appreciate that. Your bravery just to ask the question is going to help a lot of people that are listening today. So thank you for being so courageous. You're a world changer, and I appreciate you for for answering that question. All right, uh, clicking through the the old inbox here. I get this question a lot, um, a lot, probably more than any other question. And uh, that question is, uh, well, let me get my life together here. (laughs) Okay, here we go. All right, so it says, hi, Nathan. I love the podcast, bro. You do a great job, and I've enjoyed listening to them. Looking forward to what you have in store for 2023. Um, I was wondering, I'm thinking about starting a podcast sometime soon, do you have any tips for starting out? Uh, which mic should I start with? Uh, what podcast platform do you use? How do you edit and add music? Things like that. Um, well, that's a great question. Uh, first of all, yes, absolutely, you should start a podcast. We need apostolics to be producing as much content as possible We need apostolic creatives now more than ever. And I thank God for people like yourself that are willing to put yourself out there 
so that your voice can be heard, so that you can minister and bless other people. Um, when it comes to podcasting, I think the, the best way to start out is, uh, my motto is easier is better when it comes to podcasting because if it's too complicated, if it's too much work, it's going to be difficult to be faithful with it. You have to be able to do it on the go with travel. And of course, I'm, I'm not a very good example of that because I just went a month without releasing a episode. So hi, my name is Nathan French. I struggled to keep up with it myself. So uh, first of all, don't wait for everything to be just right. Just just start it. Just go for it. Um, when you are uh, thinking about releasing a podcast, um, the first thing you need to do is you need to get a microphone. Um, and I would suggest a USB microphone, something that can just plug into a MacBook or a desktop. And that way you can literally record at Starbucks. You can record in, in an office like I'm doing right now. I have recorded episodes at coffee shops. It's so much fun. Uh, and so I uh, right now I'm recording on a Yeti X uh, blue USB microphone. I also have a USB Rode Podcaster microphone, and I have the USB um, Yeti blue microphone. So I have three of them for interviews. They're all USB microphones. Um, you know, you can get one for you know a hundred, a hundred and fifty bucks, and uh, you'll be ready to go. Um, when it comes to podcasting platforms and host, I use um, Spotify for podcasters, which used to be Anchor, and then Anchor was bought out by Spotify. And uh, man, they just make your life a lot easier. So the first thing you need to do once you have your microphone is you need to record your first episode. That's the first thing you need to do. You can't distribute anything to places like Apple podcast, Spotify podcast. You can't, uh, you can't distribute it if you don't have an episode. So just start recording. Uh, it doesn't have to be the greatest first episode in the world. Um, and so that's the quick answer. Let me share a quick story with you though, about this, that, that might, uh, might help somebody. If you go back to the first episode of Noteworthy, let me tell you something. It's pretty rough. Okay, can I help somebody right now? Uh, and and it's gonna sound funny, but the Lord, the Lord spoke this to me. You can take it or leave it. I went um, a couple years ago. Let's see, I started Noteworthy in 2018. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Um, November. So this November will be five years of Noteworthy. That's crazy. But when I started, um, I didn't even have a podcast mic yet. I was recording. It, it was embarrassing. It's embarrassing, guys. But um, I went uh, a, a couple years ago to delete my first episode because the quality is not good. The content's not great. Um, just trying to figure out the whole podcasting thing. I didn't have somebody to to teach me that. And that's one of the reasons why I am so quick to try to help others start their podcast because I, 
I didn't really have somebody at the time to show me how to do that. And uh, I went to delete it. I mean, I clicked on the, the icon and it said delete episode and I was going to click it and the Holy Ghost stopped me and convicted me. And Jesus spoke to me and said, if you delete the process and the journey and the unpolished part of your story, you won't be able to help anybody else. Don't, don't hide. Don't hide the unpolished parts of your journey because that's the part that's going to encourage others and let them know that they can do this too. So episode one it will always be available of noteworthy, even though it's it's terrible. <laughs> so, secondly, funny story. The the second episode ever of Noteworthy, I reached out to Mark Lee, who was one of my favorite guitarists growing up. He played guitar for the Christian band uh, Third Day, and uh, I'd always kind of wanted to meet him and and talk to him about what it was like being in Third Day. And I reached out to him, and uh, he said yes. And so I realized that I had Mark Lee, like one of my childhood favorite musicians, and I didn't even have a podcast mic to record the conversation. So sometimes your dream is bigger than your budget, and uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes you just have to dive in and say, you know, I didn't, <laughs> when I interviewed Mark Lee, um, he invited me to his country club, and I brought a uh, a, a pretty cheap microphone to that interview. <laughs> but listen, we had a great time. It's episode number two. The quality's not great because sometimes the dream is bigger than the budget, and it's bigger than the resources you have. But that shouldn't stop you from getting started. Don't be afraid to let people see the journey. And so... Thank you, friend. Thank you for that question. Absolutely, you should start a podcast. It is not difficult to start one now. Um, five years ago, it was more difficult, but um, man, they're just they're changing the game and they're they're making it easier for everybody to make it happen now. So thank you, Lord, for that. All right, moving on. So Harrison Davis asked, "Why are you so cool, bro? Because I'm just trying to be like you, man." I'm trying to be like you. If you guys don't know Harrison, um, Harrison's a great young musician, uh, podcast host, videographer extraordinaire, photographer. He's been to the studio with Rachel and I. And uh, anyways, we love you, man. Shout out to you. Thanks for for listening to the podcast and always always supporting it. Okay, so I think I'm only going to have time for one more question today because we're about 20, 25 minutes in here. But um, I'm going to answer one more question, and then I'm going to give you my top five podcasts at the end of the show. So stick around for that, that that I enjoy listening to. Um, on Instagram, somebody submitted a question, a, a great question, and said, what advice would you give to someone who is in their waiting season. Um, what a great question. I feel like this question has come up before on the podcast, and I think it shows that 
this very much speaks to where we're at today and where a lot of people are at. There's a scripture that, of course, ties into this. We know it. Forgive me, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. But, um, okay, yes, it's Isaiah Isaiah 40 and 31, um, a scripture we, we know and love as Christians. It says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Um, I did an episode on this one time called The Gold Couch, and uh, it was referring to uh, when my son Judah was born. Rachel and I went to a coffee shop in Fayetteville, Georgia, owned by Micah Stampley, and there was a little gold couch in that coffee shop where we sat while Rachel had contractions, and we just sat there in that coffee shop until it was time for Judah to be born and we went to the hospital. And uh, that was a powerful moment in my life because I felt like the Lord was telling me that it, it looks like you're just sitting there. It looks like nothing is happening, but but something is happening. Something new is about to be born. Something there, There's a new blessing that's going to come into your life. It looks like you're just in this waiting room sitting on a gold couch, sipping on a cup of coffee and waiting. But God is doing something in that waiting season. And so you asked, what advice would you give to somebody who's in a waiting season? Let me share some revelation that I had about Isaiah chapter 40. If you look at the scripture, it says, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. It says three things. It it says they'll mount up with wings as eagles, okay? That's flying. They shall run and not be weary. That's running. They shall walk and not faint. That's walking. So Isaiah penned that the Lord will renew the strength of those that are waiting on the Lord. But I want you to notice the posture and the position of waiting. Um, in this setting, in this scripture, there's movement in the waiting. A lot of times we picture waiting as just sitting still, doing nothing, and just listening for the voice of God. And I know that there, I know that there's a time to just sit and listen, but... I don't believe that's what Isaiah was talking about here. He mentions walking, running, and flying. Three different types of movement that take you to different levels of momentum. One even takes you to new heights. Well, come on, somebody. And so waiting on the Lord does not necessarily mean doing nothing. So whether God is helping you take flight into a new season of ministry or life. Maybe you're uh, not married yet, not in school yet, um, don't know what your future looks like. Maybe you're applying for jobs and you're just not getting the job that you want and you feel like you're in this season of waiting. Well, do what you can. Maybe this season is walking and not fainting. Maybe it's a slower movement. Maybe it's running and not be 
be weary. Maybe it's maybe it's a, a different season with more momentum, or maybe God's going to take you to new heights. But don't just sit there and do nothing. Do what you can. Do what you can. So if you're involved in ministry right now and you feel like you're in a waiting season, keep doing what you're doing. Keep serving where you're at. Don't just step away from a ministry and hope for something better to come along. I don't think God will honor that. But if you'll serve and be faithful in the waiting season, then next thing you know, you're, you're no longer sitting on a gold couch, but you're holding the promise in your arms. You're, you're holding your future. Ooh, man, I feel the Holy Ghost here today. You're holding your future in your arms. So be encouraged. Don't be weary in well-doing. God's, God's got this. He's got this. All right, friends. Well, this has been so fun uh, getting to answer some of your questions. To everybody that submitted questions, thank you so much for doing that. Um, it really means the world that you would take time to to have your question answered on the show. I hope that I could answer it well for you to the best of my ability. All right, so to close out, I want to give you um, my top five podcasts that I'm listening to right now. Now, I... I I don't want to say favorite podcast because I have like a lot of favorite podcasts and I'm just going to mention five today, but just five podcasts that I have been listening to in 2023. Number one at the top of the list is The Restorationist with Adam Shaw. Um, I absolutely love this podcast about increasing your capacity. Um, he did an interview with Brother uh Kenneth Carpenter this year uh, that was so amazing and uh, you should just go and listen to that show it will bless your life my second podcast on the list is the fruitful vine with Joel Urshan guys this podcast I don't know if you've ever heard Joel Urshan preach his message on the fruitful vine at general conference last year if you haven't Go listen to that message, and this podcast is kind of born out of the concept of what he preached at General Conference last year, and uh, his youth pastor interviews him in every episode, and it's just really fun. They have a fun dynamic uh, together, and I know that that it will bless you. All right, um, shameless plug here, whatever with Jonathan French. This is... Um, my brother Jonathan's podcast. It's called Whatever because um, he literally talks about whatever he wants. It's not like a set theme for the show. And it makes it really fun because you never know what's coming next and you never know what topic he's going to talk about. And it's super fun. Number four, Apostolic Voice with my other brother, my oldest brother, Ryan French. Incredible content. He just did an episode on Why Pray If God Already Knows quality content. Go listen to that. It's going to bless your life. Okay, last but not least, just for today, um, with North American Youth Congress coming up, I wanted to give the Youth Ministries podcast um, a shout out. Um, you can go to um, 
Apple Podcast, Spotify, type in UPCI Youth Ministries, and it pulls up the Youth Ministries podcast. Brother Adam Shaw is actually the host of this podcast now, and um, they have done a Dear 25-Year-Old Me series where they interview elders of the faith, and they talk about what they wish they would have known when they were 25 years old. They've done one with Scott Graham. They've done one with Jerry Dean. They've done one with Stan Gleason. And uh, these interviews are just absolutely a well of knowledge um, that is a gift to the body of Christ. And so thank you guys for doing that. Thank you, Youth Ministries, for for making that possible. Um, Speaking of North American Youth Congress, Rachel and I are going to be at the concert uh, in the Dome for the afterburner on Friday night of, of NAYC. I really hope to get to meet you if, if you're there and you listen to the podcast. I would just absolutely love to get to meet you that night after the concert. Um, I think we're also going to be doing an acoustic concert out at the UPCI Youth Ministries booth um, at North American Youth Congress as well. And so please do not hesitate to come up to us and, and tell us your story. Uh, I can't tell you how much it blesses me when, when Rachel and I travel and... Um, you guys come up and say, hey, I've, I've listened to this podcast and it, it blessed me. It just blesses our heart and it, it gives us this fuel and motivation to keep going. And we can't wait to meet you there. Guys, thank you for tuning in to the Noteworthy Podcast. This is just kind of a welcome back, getting back in the saddle type episode to answer some of your questions, to talk about life, where we've been at, what we've been doing. So many exciting things happening, new interviews coming up exciting new things happening. I can't wait to see you guys at NAYC and General Conference and just all the great events that are coming up. What a great time to be living for Jesus Christ. I love you guys and we'll see you next time on the Noteworthy Podcast. God bless. God bless.